Welcome in, everyone, to Barely Educated. It is time to preview the Detroit Lions rematch. Let's try not to choke at the end this time game. Because that's what the Bears did last time they played the Lions. Yes, they sure did. I'm Mark, as always, joined by Chris. Chris, how are you? All right, not too bad. It's Friday. It's the end of finals week. So uh, I got some... Stuff right. to grade, and then I put a bow on the semester. Can fully concentrate on same my, here. My true passion, which is Bears football. I uh, intend to be done with the semester <laughs> Tuesday. Excellent. You got to grade the finals yet, mm-hmm. which are coming in over the weekend. Most. Yeah. Good. Good job, man. We're blessed to yes, be sir. able to do what we do with gainful tenure track employment. That's yes, not something everybody sir. can say. Very true. So the Bears can't bring me too far down, no matter what they do against the Lions. The Bears. But by golly, they're going to try. No. Yeah. What have we done? Ah. Um, let's start with what I think is the lead story of the week, which is Justin Fields' response to Herb Howard's question about if he thinks it's fair that people are factoring in the draft position, the QBs in the class, and how Justin's performance, these final games, like affects his future. So this is a question asked by Herb Howard. Uh, the best summary I've seen on it by on, on Twitter, which I refuse to call by any other name, is Nicholas Morianos. So I'm going to read from his full quote. He gives you the full quote. No paraphrasing, no lost context. No hyperbolic Dan Weeder grenade-like <laughs> statements. I was just thinking that. <laughs> just the facts, okay? And just the quote. So, again, if Fields, what Fields thinks about the whole conundrum the Bears have with the QB position and the draft picks. Here's Fields' response. Quote, yeah, I mean, life isn't fair. So, for me personally, I'm just focused on what I can control. And the rest is in God's hands. Really, you just put everything in God's hands. You know, it's going to turn out good for you. Wherever I'm, whether I'm here or next year, if not, football doesn't define who I am as a person. My happiness will still be in the same place, will still be in God. And really, just football ways, life stuff in general, I think my faith in God, my hope in God is just so much more than anything that can be thrown at me on this earth. Yeah, I mean, that's why I don't really stress over stuff like that, over stuff I can't control. I know that God's got me. I'm going to be good. I'm very blessed in the position I'm in. I think a million people would love to be in the position I am right now. And he goes on to talk about like not taking that for granted and so on. So that's his response. What do you think of it? The guy is mature beyond his years, man. I mean, that's a, that's a wisdom that I hope to reach someday about your identity, not being in what you do and how you do, you know what I mean? But like, there's things bigger than that. Yeah. And like, you know, like when you meet somebody, it's like one of the first questions is always like, oh, yeah, what do you do? Right. Or like exactly. when people are back when, back forever ago when you're single, it's like the first question everybody wants to know about the guy especially, but more than so both people, right, is what do they do? Mm-hmm. It's like we really wrap our identity up into that. Right. That's a really interesting answer, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's just uh, – that perspective is – it seems like – no matter what kind of circumstance he's going to find himself in, he's going to be okay because he's not wrapped up in uh, what he does as much as who he is. And uh, I just think that's a great way to, to go through life, man. So kudos to him for having that perspective on what could be a rough off season coming up. 
And maybe he's preparing himself. And I love that he gave it a real answer. Right, right. A lot of players would be like, you know, they'd be ticked off at the question or they'd just blow it off, right? And he Mm -hmm. gives it a real answer, which I thought was cool. And then for it to be a really good answer is just like a cherry on top. Yeah. And it made me think a thought that is frustrating for me a little bit because I don't think this is where things are headed. But it's like personality-wise and character-wise, like strength of character, leadership, toughness, mental toughness. He's like perfect for this ridiculously awful media market. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. There's only a few guys on the beat who are total savages waiting to clown on the Bears at every chance they get. And, I mean, I joke around about it with the Bears, too. But I'm talking about people with a big platform who take the Bears, like, personally. Weeder stands out there. Brad Biggs, to some extent. Oh, man. And, like, Justin's. Justin's like strength on in the face of all this is like, man, he's got the personality to survive the crap Chicago puts a quarterback through. But I don't know if it's going to happen. But I just, those are the things that stood out to me in addition to what you said. I know you had a thing you wanted to mention about Brad Biggs while we're here. Yeah, I just go ahead and mention it now. He goes beyond, and correct me if you think I'm wrong here, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with saying, you know fields you're still not convinced and at this point with the number one pick you probably want to move on and grab the the top prospects out there that's fine i totally see that and agree that that's a, a a way to go but it just seems like biggs goes out of his way to um to keep reiterating that, oh, yeah, the bears they have to move on and they're gonna move on and he keeps dwelling on that and i'm just wondering what is it about justin's uh game or maybe the way he answers the media i don't know but big seems determined to uh to get him out of here rather than just um analyzing what's happening on the field to uh best make that determination i don't know am i am i hearing that wrong or reading that wrong it just seems like he's always going out of his way to say well i don't know honestly okay well if any of you okay I don't really listen to that show much, and I am not about to give the Tribune any money to read the article. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so I wanted to hear what your recap was, because he's always been considered by many, I think, to be the long-standing beat guy with most plugged into the team. Though anymore now, I think it's actually Johns, who has the best sources within mm. Alice Hall. At least he definitely did in the Pace era. Yeah. And I believe his source was Pace. <laughs> right, he was on the pod with them every every year, you know, or someone That'd close. Be a to good pace. source, yeah. But sure, yeah. And there are others. Um, you mentioned things, I, I think the old guard do this a lot. Yes, and Haw too. He's another. And one. Maybe that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Haw's like, which way is the wind blowing today? I exactly. can't figure him out. Yeah. Although I think the worst guy on the beat is Weederer and on Fields, and he's not really that old. Like he's like my age mm. or something, right? He's not one of the younger guys like Mariano. So I don't know. I, I think my, the point is Justin like handles all this pretty well. Right. I think sometimes his press conferences are really dry and boring, but he's also sometimes given us good, insightful answers. Mm-hmm. And I stood with him when he said there's too much coaching in his head at the beginning of the season. That's like, actually, I thought totally accurate. Yep. So I don't know. All right. While we're on fields, I want to play a little game. Let me set up the the conceit here i saw this on twitter somebody had asked bears fans this question i can't remember who is one of the 
one of the guys who's not a beat writer, but he covers the Bears a lot and has like a good solid following. But he also he has another job too. I don't know which one it was, Brandon Sigru or who, one of those guys. And he's like, okay, so those of you who are all in on Fields, what could he do to have you want him replaced? And those of you that want the Bears to draft a QB, what could Fields do to get you to keep him? And I think it's fair to say neither of us are as militant about this as a lot of people on Twitter and other Bears fans. But I think both of us are in slightly different camps on Fields because of the performance, not the person. I'm like 70, 30, you should probably draft a QB. And I think it's fair to characterize you as 60, 40, 70, 30, something like that. Keep yeah, fields. That's fair. Yeah. And I so and and it's not necessarily what we want, it's what we think they should do or whatever. And so what I want to do then is flip it on us, right? Ooh. So I ask you, what would fields do to get you to say, forget it, draft a QB? And then you can flip the question back to me the other direction. Sure. Well, I think uh, I was almost there in the last game against Minnesota after the two fumbles in the fourth quarter. And I mentioned this on the last show that I thought that was it. I thought we had seen the end. Yeah, of, it started moralizing. Yeah, I thought that was the end of the Justin Fields era. Not that he wouldn't finish out the season, but just like there it is again. Another fourth quarter fumble. It's really uncanny. The fourth quarter fumbles. You know, it's not, it's not interceptions. He's like the fumbles. worst quarterback of all time in the fourth quarter. He's horrible. <laughs> what did you say? Five. I'm serious. We talked rating? about this the other day. Yeah. Yeah. His QB rating is like comically bad. It's like, it's like really, really, six. really weird. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's really uh, weird. It, it's completely um, opposite of how he performs, especially early on in games. Seems like early on in games, and maybe that's when plays are scripted more and they uh, there's less thinking about what's coming up, where the ball's going to go, stuff like that. So I guess I would, uh, if I saw another game or two like that where there's the fourth quarter fumble, uh, not interception. I don't care about fourth quarter interceptions as much unless it's like really just a bad throw. Like uh, throws like the one to Komet where there was question of did he – stop too soon or not stop soon enough, you know, and the ball got, was picked off. But that was downfield. That doesn't bother me as much as fumbling in the pocket, behind the line, you know, that's so much more deadly. So if I saw more of those and he was unable to um, seal off a win, you know, clinch a win, uh, that to me is going to say there's just something mentally in the fourth quarter that uh, that's not clicking and it's time to move on. Yeah, I mean, at some point, you do have, like, a 35-game sample. And I know rookie Nagy, second-year teardown, but still, some of the mistakes are just his mistakes. Some of them, like the commit is a good example, where you're not really sure. But I agree, that that's a that's one of the big problems, for sure. And I think especially, if, if you don't mind me adding on to this, especially how we've seen Jordan Love the last couple of weeks, um, I still am in, I'm still not prepared to say... He's going to be a great quarterback, but I think uh, he sucks is no longer an option, unfortunately. <laughs> he seems like he's a, a, a legit NFL quarterback at this point, but he's grown, and he's grown fast over the last few weeks after several games of making some really bad late mistakes, you know? But he's since... Yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that. him up. Oh, oh great. Uh, I think a big difference between what? the two is coaching. I think that's a big part that's what of I was it. Bring up. 
But uh, and I, the rest of it, I will take Justin's roster over Jordan Love's complimentary pieces. True. Yeah, I'll take the Bears receivers barely, but DJ Moore swings it. Yeah, I'll take the Bears tight end. I'll take the Bears O line because the Packers one is never healthy. That they were, that would be a different conversation. Right. But I think it might highlight just how huge the coaching is. Yeah. For obviously for a young quarterback, it matters more than any other position. And he's had some dumb luck too. Like two games in a row, he's just chucked a ball yeah. in the air and it <laughs> fell between. Three oh yeah, there's defenders. still some really weird decisions too. He's got a nasty habit of backpedaling and trying to throw it deep. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's. I don't think the the book is definitely not finished with him. But I think we can remove hot garbage off of the right. Table. Yes, and the and the progress yeah, but... he's made in a short few weeks is a lot quicker than what Fields has done in the last three years. And uh, I, I do think, I agree a yeah, lot. Of, and probably just need to get out and own that. Yep. And I don't want another Bears quarterback situation where we're chasing the better Packers quarterback. Mm. That's been my... Yep. Which we could fix that quickly, luck. theoretically. Right. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, I, you know, the good news on Love is if he's if he's just kind of lucky, you know, having a hot hand kind of thing, and it convinces the Packers to keep them longer than they should. That's the that's the yes. benefit. Yep. Some of it has been very like, okay, you got away with another one. Yes. There will be a coming back down to earth at some point. But he yeah, gets the Giants this week, so no, it's not this week then. Try <laughs> <laughs> <Probably> not yet. <laughs> his, his completion percentage is still like sixty-one percent. I mean, that's not good enough. But uh, yeah, good for him, I guess. But I'm. Yeah, he's of- also like, I mean, there's. It's a very, it's like honestly kind of a weird situation because he's making do with all these receivers that have no experience. Yeah. But his coach is drawing up wide open, you know, routes yep. for people, and you're like, maybe it's the coach. But I don't want to take all the credit from him. I just think they're still like not really sure. But we all thought he was going to be bad. He's not yep. that. He's not bad. No, he's not. And he is growing as the year goes on in yep. noticeable ways. And man, yep. do I ever wish we could say the same. Don't make me angry. Although, can we stop? Maybe we can the, by the end of it. Can we stop with the, uh, hey, look, here's a still of Favre throwing off his back foot, and here's a still of Rodgers throwing off his back foot, and oh my gosh, here's a still of Jordan Love throwing off his back foot. He's a third Hall of Famer. Like, come on. No, they cannot. They will never stop it. (laughs) Like, that's just bottom of it. Haven't you learned by now the media will panic the stupid at every chance they get? You're right. You're right. It's just so bottom shelf. Like, that you can, it is an insult to Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers to, at this point, say Jordan Love is where they were. You know, at this point. And I don't so think we, he's going to get there. But. We like insulting them, so we should like them doing this. Whoa. You just blew my mind. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's bad when when your, your two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, the one who frequently takes hallucinogenic drugs and goes on darkness retreats <laughs> is the one who looks like the better human being. Oh, I know. <laughs> all from people on welfare. That story needs more press. So I just wanted yes, to throw does. it out there real yes, quick. Does. I think he's an absolute bum. All right. Can we flip it to anyway, you? Now? Okay. So you gotta, you gotta flip the, yeah, flip that no. question to me now. How would you keep Justin Fields, Mark? So how, what would you Justin have to do to get me to not want to draft the QB with, the increasingly likely number one pick. Thank you, Pittsburgh. I just got to get this out real quick. I'm sorry, former student Tim. Former student Tim? Shut up, Tim. 
Loves Mitch. But the Steelers losing to the Cardinals and the Patriots in yes. the span of five days to help the Bears is just incredible. <laughs> I just can't get over how hilarious this is. Thank and you, I'm Mitch. Sorry it had to be his Steelers. Yeah. Well, wow, former Bears really going to bat for Hallis Hall in Lovey <laughs> Smith and the Texans last year. Mitch last night. I'm just, <laughs> I cannot believe it. It's just that's so funny. I mean, nothing's going to top the Texans. Texans winning last year for no reason on those fourth down throws, the one that should have been intercepted especially. Yeah. But the Bears keep getting lucky with this stuff. Maybe we'll finally get lucky with the pick. Maybe. Or the decision. I mean, the trade was a great trade. Let's see what happens. Okay. What could Fields do? Uh, man, there's a lot. So the first thing I need him to do is kill the narrative that rightly exists about him not throwing the ball, and not understanding NFL open. People like to cite his stats, which are after he throws the ball, which are top 10 to 12-ish, except for yards total, right? You know, he missed four games, so like his rate stat. Fine. I'm really glad he's playing well in the red zone, all these things. But I don't think anyone who thinks he's likely to be replaced thinks the problem is with his arm. Right. The problem isn't after he throws the ball. It's if he throws the ball <laughs> or before he throws the ball. If he wants to demonstrate that he should be the guy moving forward, he's got to miraculously get better at that right off the bat. Reading the defense, understanding NFL open, throwing with timing in the rhythm of the offense, regardless of what we think of Getze, Justin does an absolutely terrible job of getting the ball out on time way too often. That's all one big free throw the ball point. Make sense? Yep. Absolutely. Second point is, and I'm going to lump these together, key situations. He's still pretty bad on third down when they know he has to throw in the fourth quarter you already mentioned. Fix those three things or two things, depending on how you want to look at, how you want to organize that, and then I think the discussion gets much trickier. But right now, in those big moments, he still is – more likely to make a mistake than a great play, and we will see if there was anything to making that throw to DJ Moore against the Vikings. Would love for that to turn this whole thing around for his confidence, but man, he's he's got to quit holding the ball forever, and he's got to play better in the big moment. Yeah, and right before that throw, he was, oh man, really holding. I, th- I think I even mentioned this last time, that even Joe Buck was like, gotta throw it, gotta throw it, <laughs> like even Joe Buck is trying to root you on, man. Throw that ball. Release the potato. What? Is yep. that a phrase? I'm gonna I'm gonna make that a phrase. Release the potato. Release the potato. Okay, put sp- that on a t-shirt. I'm a spud muffin. And I don't think I don't think no bro. Someone <laughs> stop this. I don't think <laughs> that's gonna be one of your drops now. Someone stop this pod. <laughs> I don't think it's unfair to say that for him to be a franchise quarterback, he has to demonstrate those things. I just I, I love him, but I just don't yeah. think it's unfair to say you gotta do better here. Agreed. Agreed. And I think you have to be careful too, and this is now I've answered your question, another just miscellaneous point. We're gonna end up with 40 games by the end of this whole thing. We gotta be real careful not to be seduced by just the last five. Like no GM should make a decision like based on that. Yeah, you could say I'm going to base it on this year, this whole year because of the situations the first two years. 
But you can't do it just on the last five or six games just because he happened to come back from an injury then. It's got to be based on the whole year, at minimum. Agreed? Yeah, I do. And I think Troy Aikman was the one who this last week said that uh, they've probably already made up their minds. That that, that would be his yeah, guess. Probably. That these uh, these last five games won't uh, sway one way or the other. So that that's interesting. But I don't know. They have to carry something. And that's the other... Yeah, I don't know. If That's the other takeaway I forgot to mention yeah. on the quotes from Field. Okay. It sounds like a guy who's kind of like expecting to be gone. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. And he's probably going to be gone. So with that in mind, I've I put in the group chat a destination I think would be fun. And I want to share two that I think would be fun. I think a lot of people have talked about these. I think Hogan Johns talked about it either this week or last week. I think it'd be great for Justin to go to Pittsburgh. Or Atlanta. Now, I want him somewhere we can enjoy his career still. AFC. So please sure, just yeah. not in the division. <laughs> I mean, the Bears aren't going to trade him in the division, but he might no, no, sign no. there if the team no. that he gets him doesn't extend him. I would love to see him on Pittsburgh because the roster is pretty good otherwise. Mm-hmm. So for, I feel like those receivers might really hate playing with him, and they're they're a bunch of clowns. But um, the roster's good otherwise, and I think Atlanta would be cool for him because it's going home. And that's right, another roster right. that's pretty much ready to roll except for QB. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think there's going to be a market for him, you're out of your mind. Look at the QB matchup this week. I mean, my <laughs> gosh, there's a ton of teams that can. Yep, yep. Last that's time. all part of the equation if you're the Bears brass making that decision. It'd be kind of funny if uh, Fields replaced Mitch again out in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of oh, funny. Mitch, man, Mitch. Gosh, I oh, forgot gosh. how bad some of his throws are. Yeah. Like, but Justin, once the ball's thrown, it's either he didn't see the guy or it's a fine throw. But with Mitch, you're like, there's no way you meant to throw it that far to that direction. It'd be like really <laughs> weird. Or just yeah. former student Tim, poor guy, losing his mind when he's like, does Mitch know where the first down marker is? Wait, <laughs> does Mitch know that the goal here is to get a first down? It's so funny. <laughs> oh, poor Tim. Live our sorrow. Mitch does yeah. seem like a real airhead, doesn't he? Bless yeah. his heart, he does seem like an airhead. Mm-hmm. I don't get the sense from Justin that he's that way at all. It's all a different issue there. Right. But, yeah, that would be funny if you but hey, shout out to the Steelers again for doing us a solid. That's incredible. Um, yeah. Anything there's... else you want to mention on fields? Um, I, I have uh, of of the criteria I set up a few weeks ago. I said three great game uh, according to what we have left. Three great, one good, and one meh. And I would consider that they got to keep him. But is he going to have three great in him? Yeah. Th- three of the next five have to be great according to that criteria. So. Well, it's possible. But... Two of those are at Cleveland and at Green Bay. Yeah. The three great have to be Sunday, Cardinals, Falcons. Well, Cardinals, Falcons. Like, it it has to be but... great. Yeah. And Lions defense isn't that good, but you're not. He's not playing. He's. I would be stunned if he plays great. If the Bears' offense is great against the Browns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And frankly, I'd be pretty surprised if they were against the Packers at this point. But if they were, oh baby, that would be. Can you that imagine would be that if they? Oh, uh, there's the George is totally swayed by one game scenario. Yep. And Marches I... down to to everybody's office and tells them they're keeping Fields. We're keeping them. Gosh, it's all believable. Well, that's a huge mental block, though. That 
stupid team up north, but yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, I, they I, do need to eventually get over that hump. But yes, I think it's fair. You you said me sixty forty, keep him. That's what I'd like, but I think what it's more seventy thirty like you that they are not going to keep him. I'm just. I'm just skeptical that the one of these two guys that they could pick is guaranteed going to be better than what Fields is. We just don't know. But I understand the the need to take that risk. I get that. It's a lot of factors, too. Like They're not even having the conversation if they're in line to pick fifth and eighth. True, true. But you know, so like it's having the one. Carolina. It, are they really going to pass on the chance to get their QB twice? That's exactly. hard to believe. Exactly. Yeah. And the contract that doesn't get brought up enough in conversations about this. Hogan Johns did like twenty minutes on fields, like we do, and they didn't even bring up the contract once the other day. And it's like the best podcast going, I think, for real. So I'm not trying to throw shade at them, but it's like you guys have to mention this. Like he, he's running out of time. That is a humongous part of this equation. Unfortunately, if he was still in year two, we're probably still not having the conversation. I think it's, he means he's this. in year three. Yeah, I'm saying if, if Fields was still had two or three years left, not one year left, we're not having the conversation probably either. And but it all conspires. Uh, yeah, you meant second best podcast, my friend. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Shout out to whoever's number one. <laughs> oh, come on. How dare you, sir? Jerk. Get him out of here. Somebody stop this potter. <laughs> uh, all right. So we have a Lions game to preview, sort of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, it's hard to preview the games when the season seems so lost. But hey, there was a moment. Somebody on a broadcast put us in the hunt. That's right. In the hunt, and in the there. fans are all up in arms about how they could win out and make the playoffs at nine and eight. Let's go! No, they're not going to do this. No, Stop it! Not happening. No, that's okay. That's okay. But, but are they beating the Lions Sunday at Soldier Field? Well, they almost did in Detroit, and they should have. Uh, what's the line? It, it was, and it's it was a fluke, Chris. Nobody loses with the stats the Bears had in time of possession and turnovers yeah. ever. Yeah. And they still they, they beat the tar out of Detroit and then lost. <laughs> Amazing. Only Ebert flew, folks. Yeah, that needs to stop too. This oh, maybe you keep him because the defense is playing better. No, 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 no. Not with these historic yeah. oh, my gosh. falling apart at the end of games that they've had. The good news is the Bears get to keep all the players into the next regime. And I'd love to see him in a I better, say... not so archaic. Although Flus has done more pressure, he hasn't just sat back the cover. Yeah, team. I got a great. He is a respectable defensive coordinator yes. like he was before. Yeah, that does That's not true. make him a head coach. I can't say this strongly enough. Stop settling for the bar being mediocrity. Yes, that's all he's going to get you as a ceiling. Yes. Okay, the defense is not bad now. That's not getting you a championship. You have to be no. elite somewhere and not bad somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And he's not getting you that, and he's not going to develop your young quarterback. And the worst thing you could do is do the lame duck again. And then people are like, "Okay, well, what if you fired Getzy? Who's coming here on a lame duck scenario? That's a good OC." Yeah, it would have to be a promotion. And if he uh, is good, you know what happens? He gets poached. Yeah. Look at the Mick Ryan's. Yeah, he's about to lose his OC to the head coaching gig somewhere else. Yeah, the process still stunk. It will forever stink. 
until you get the coach with an offensive mind paired with a young QB who's making strides under that coach. Keep swinging for that, not settling for, oh, the defense doesn't suck anymore. I'm like, gosh, do you hear yourself? <laughs> not you. The people I see all these polls on Twitter with people asking that, and like 20, 30% of people are starting to like fall for it, I think. And it's just it's too low a bar to set, guys. Let's he's not head coach material. He's not. And no, he's not going to stand for being the DC with someone else as the head coach. Right. Stop it. That's never it's, happened, I don't yeah. think. I don't think that's ever No, he's not taking no, a demotion. Of course not. We're All right. Getting... Back to the Lions. You can always derail me with a floose rant. <laughs> um, a so, yeah, the Lions defense is still pretty mediocre, and it's going to absolutely bite them in the playoffs against one of the big three in the NFC. It might start biting them this week. So when the Lions have the ball, their offense is the second overall with 400 yards a game. Fourth in pass, fourth in the rush. Pretty darn good. Bears overall are up to 11th. 22nd against the pass, and actually pretty bad on third down still. Yep. They just do a really good job of making it third and long. Number one against the run. The game temperature is 37. I only bring that up because I think fair weather is largely a myth. Yes. Except for one thing, if you get a quarterback who sucks in the cold. And he does. Jared Goff does. And I think Jared Goff kind of fits that. Yes, he does. Okay, now when the Lions, I'm sorry, when the Bears have the ball, 20th offense, 26th with the pass, third in the run, versus the 14th overall offense, 21st against the pass, fifth versus the run. It's amazing how similar to the Bears' defense the Lions' defense's stats are. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, it is. Um, I think this game is extremely difficult to pick. We've both been on the record several times and saying the Bears got to prove it to me, blah, blah, blah. Kind of feels like they could respond now after eking out a game against the Vikings where Fields finally makes the big play at the end after two terrible plays. They could say, see, we proved it. And I want to pick the Bears because I think Detroit's showing some chinks in the armor. Right? They had that lead, and the Saints almost came back with Jameis Winston. Mm -hmm. They looked awful against Green Bay. Frankly, they looked awful against the Bears. So despite my typical inclination, I'm picking the Bears. Whoa! 23-20. Wow. Uh, mostly because I don't believe in the Lions, and I don't believe in this quarterback in the cold, at least wow. so far in his career. But again, that could change in one game. I think the Bears have that extra motivation because they're ticked off about the last game. Mm. But I don't think it'll be pretty. I don't know. I'll probably be wrong. And they've never won two in a row under Eberflus. <laughs> I don't want this to happen because I don't want them to keep the coach. Yeah. As much as I'm not rooting for a loss or, or, you know, I can't do it on Sunday, the big picture, we would, I'd rather be blown out to get rid of the coach on a certain level. But for three hours on Sunday, that brain doesn't work. I know. I hear you. Yeah. I believe right now the Lions are three-point favorites, which uh, in an away game, that means it'd be six on a neutral site. So I'm going to go Lions 26, Bears 20. and think that the Lions will uh, – what do you – yeah, do it. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, that's that's my take. Yeah. I am still in the Bears. Prove it. Prove it to me. Win two in a row. Uh, Justin – Prove me wrong on this, please. I so would love to have you prove you're the guy, but uh, like Mark said, running out of time. Running out of time. I, I thought it'd be good if one of us picked the Bears for once. It's been a while. And not me. 
And I'm just trying to do my part to doom the head coach, okay? Yes. If I pick him. <laughs> there we go. There's the other right, we've got <laughs> We got four minutes for the other games. Are you All ready? Right. Yes. Rapid fire. Uh, let's see. Well, Packers play the Giants on Monday. I think we both agree yeah. that the Packers are probably going to win that because yeah. of where the Giants are at as a franchise. Yep. Get that one out of the way. Carolina at New Orleans. It feels like the number one pick is a nice, juicy cushion here. Yes. But I don't think they're going to beat that New Orleans Saints defense in New Orleans. Do you? Nope. Not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, we got the. There's a two game right, cushion now see. on the number one pick. With thanks to the Steelers, mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks Tim. Yep, yep. That's unbelievable. I just can't get over that it was the same team that lost <laughs> to both of those sorry teams. I mean, and while they're trying to contend, I mean that's uh-huh. got to have every yeah, Steelers fans de- have to be the angry fan base in the, at the this literal second. Whew. Their division. All right, totally Vikings horrible. at the Raiders. Justin Jefferson makes his return. Raiders sneakily have five wins all of a sudden. Only one less than the Vikings. Yeah, and the Bears kind of exposed Dobbs. Feels like the Raiders are awful. Yeah, but Dobbs did not look good. Uh, Maybe Jefferson's back. Jefferson's back does make a difference. Jefferson versus Adams, and both teams are irrelevant, largely speaking. Yeah, that's crazy. It's in Vegas? Or is it in Minnesota? All right, I'll go with the Raiders. It's in Vegas. I'll take the Raiders. Yeah, same, for... even though and I think on... it's fairly uninspiring. In honor of my father and Two other Raiders games fame. we have to pick. Okay. I feel like we have to pick these other two, though. Buffalo at Kansas City. Chiefs only getting a point at home. Wow. Vegas, the odds makers, clearly aren't really sure what to make of the Chiefs anymore because this receiver problem ain't going away. No, it's not. And boy, does that I offense don't know look why familiar I'm doing at times. This. <laughs> Does I'm gonna I'm picking the Bills in the on the road upset minor upset alert. Don't blame you. For some reason, I think they'll they'll finally get the Chiefs monkey off the back. And I just I know the Chiefs are gonna be there when it comes down to it in the AFC Championship game against somebody. But right now they don't look quite right, and they didn't look right against Green Bay at all. And I'm just mm-hmm. not ready to pick them against another solid opponent. I'm not an idiot. I know they're better than this. I just don't know that they're better than this this week. That makes yeah. sense. It does. It does. Uh, I'm with you. I'll go with the Bills. 10 and 2 Philly at 9 and 3 Dallas. Winner is obviously a Super Bowl favorite alongside the Niners. Boy. The NFC, the three headed Hydra. I hate Dallas this. getting three and a half points at home. They're playing better than Philly. They I'm picking are. the Cowboys, even though I don't necessarily think they're better. They are definitely playing again. Try to base it on what's going on recently. I like how Dallas is playing. Philly looks a little bit lost offensively. They got trounced by the Niners, and it's lingering in my memory. I hate to admit it, but I agree with you. I think Dallas might be the uh, uh, the team that challenges San Francisco for the conference. They're they're playing well. Mike McCarthy is uh, running a good offense there. Their defense has been pretty good most of the year. Oh, I hate to say it, but yeah, I'm with you. Eagles had, you know, got trounced last week. So, uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys got this one. I mean, the Eagles could bounce back. They're obviously still super talented. Sure. No one's given up on them. But I just – I feel like this is Dallas's best chance to beat them the last few years. I think they'll do it. But I don't know if I'd play that spread. I think it might be by a few field goals. I wouldn't touch it there. 
Hey, are we gonna do a live stream post game after Bears Lions? Wanna do it? Three o'clock. I think we could. Let's do it. We're running out of time. All right. Take us away. I'll wrap it up. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you after the Bears Lions game to break that thing down. Check us out on our Twitch channel. It's at barely underscore educated. Uh, in the meantime, find us on the socials. We'll talk to you later. Bear down. You got to do a good job of executing that plan, not only during the week, but also, you know, tactically during the game. You know, that's an important part of, of uh, being having tactics. What? That does not satisfy my logic circuits. Ra ra shish kebab, blah 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 blah. We're gonna kick you in the teeth. Bears. 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 I love the bears.